You are listening to the Strength of Teachers podcast, episode two. What's your story? Welcome to the Strength of Teachers podcast. Together, we work to strengthen teachers from the inside out. My name is Brenna Nelson. I am a longtime classroom teacher turned certified life coach. Join me here each week for practical applications and real life solutions to the unique challenges of being a classroom teacher in today's world. Whether you are just beginning your teaching career or you have been in the classroom for 30 years, you have untapped strength within you. I can't wait to help you discover just how strong you are. You are capable of creating the exact life you want in and out of the classroom. I am here to help. You ready? Let's go. Hello, teacher friend. Welcome back to the Strength of Teachers podcast, episode two. Today, we are going to be talking about stories. Who doesn't love a good story? Most people, I would say, do love stories in one form or another. For some people, that means watching the news. Or for another person, that might be a binge-worthy TV show. Or I have a lot of friends that are into true crime podcasts. Or music, songs often tell great stories. Or movies, or a great novel, or celebrity gossip, like Hello, Travis, Kelsey, and Taylor Swift. As an English teacher, I am biased for books. I love books. My favorite is A Gentleman in Moscow. It's fantastic. If you haven't read it, go check it out. Although I am enjoying watching this new Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey romance story kind of evolve. I love Taylor and I love the NFL. So it's like two of my favorite worlds colliding the last few weeks, which has been pretty fun. But anyway, most people love hearing or consuming stories in one form or another. What many of us don't realize, however, is that we are all constantly telling stories to ourselves in our hearts. So all day long, we encounter circumstances or situations, and we immediately tell ourselves a story about it. This is how our brains try to make sense of the world and our lives. The thing is, we don't think we are telling stories. We think we are just making observations of the world. But the way that our brains work, they will encounter a circumstance or a set of facts, and then usually unconsciously, they will create a story about that thing. So if you remember, most of our thinking in general is unconscious, and we aren't even aware of the stories we're telling or what we're thinking. One issue with our brains acting as unconscious storytellers is that our brains are designed to protect us. One of our brain's main jobs is to keep us safe. This means that our brains are always on the lookout for potential danger or problems, which in turn means that our brains are wired to focus on the negative. And if we aren't paying attention, the stories we tell ourselves by default will be negative. So what this looks like in real life is that we are presented with a circumstance or a set of facts. Facts don't involve any stories. They're really boring. Okay, there's no opinion associated with a fact. If you have any adjectives around your fact, it's not a fact. It's actually a thought or a story. Again, we talked about that more in a previous episode. If you haven't listened to that yet, go check it out. But to summarize, the fact or circumstance is neutral. The story we choose to tell ourselves is giving it meaning, positive, negative, or whatever. And as I was saying, our brains will usually default to the negative. 
So if we are not intentional about our thoughts, our brains can default to those negative stories and create a lot of negative emotion, sometimes when it's not really necessary. And we end up causing ourselves a lot of unnecessary emotional pain. But good news, another important thing to know about our brains is that we have these incredible prefrontal cortexes or a higher brain that is capable of overriding our lower brain. So the higher brain is capable of choosing a story on purpose. I was recently coaching one of my teacher clients and uh, she came in with a really fascinating story. And I want to share that with you um, with her permission to kind of show you how important the stories are that we tell. So this client, she came into her coaching session and said she was feeling really anxious and worried. When I asked her why, she told me that she thought she wasn't going to be offered a new contract renewal because she was sure that her principal hates her. I asked her if her principal had ever said that she hates her. My client said no, but she was positive, absolutely positive that the principal thought that she wasn't a competent teacher. Then I asked her why, why she thought this, and she shared with me a couple of stories. First, she said, principal walked into her classroom one day while the students were working on a group project. It was kind of an informal observation, drop-in kind of thing. So she said the principal stayed in her classroom for about 10 minutes and then walked out without speaking to her. I asked her if the principal ever gave her a report or spoke to her about this classroom visit. My client said no, that she didn't get a formal report or have a conversation, but that the principal did leave a sticky note on her desk. I asked her what the sticky note said. My client said it read, looks like fun, thanks. At this point, my client really wanted to prove to me that her principal hates her. So she jumped into another story that she said happened a few days later. She said, After school, she, meaning my client, was walking down the hallway when her principal came out of the main office and started walking towards her. She said that the principal saw her, stopped abruptly, and then walked back into the office. Again, I dug a little deeper, and it turns out that my client was at one end of the building, and the principal was at the other end. She and the principal couldn't have been within 100 yards of each other. So when the client comes to me like this, the first thing we do is separate the circumstances from the story. So as we look through this story, she had this overall story that the principal hates her. And if we look at the facts of the story, this is what she was able to come up with. The principal came into her classroom, stayed for 10 minutes, and left. Those are all things that everyone could observe or agree upon. The other fact we had with that first story was the principal wrote on a sticky note exactly the words, looks like fun, thanks. The second part of that story, my client was walking in the hallway. Principal was walking in the hallway. The principal turned around and walked into the office. That's it. Those were the facts. All the rest of my client's initial story, what she told me, was all just kind of mind drama. She was choosing to view her circumstances through the lens of the thought, my principal hates me and thinks I'm incompetent. And then he found evidence that her thoughts were true. Principal didn't talk to her. The principal was avoiding her or whatever. Another thing that we want to remember about our brains is that they really want to be right. So as soon as we start thinking and believing a thought, our brains will go to work to find evidence to support that thought so much so that it will completely disregard any evidence to the contrary. Okay, so when my client thinks that my principal hates me and thinks I'm incompetent, her brain is trying to find ways that that's true. The other thing that happens is that our brains continue to make that thing true. For example, when she's anxious and frustrated or scared because she thinks she's going to lose her job, 
she shows up differently as a teacher. She maybe isn't fully present or isn't as effective in her teaching because she's so distracted with this story that she's telling herself and she's feeling terrible because she thinks she's going to be fired. And in the meantime, she's avoiding all the evidence to the contrary. For example, the sticky note that said, looks like fun, thanks. Many people would argue that that is great feedback from an administrator. The fact that she even took the time to write on a sticky note might be evidence that the principal approves of her. She completely disregarded the fact that she was nowhere near the principal when the principal turned around and walked back into the office. Our brains will actively avoid anything that seemingly contradicts the belief that we are thinking. And this is certainly not something that is unique to my client. We have all done this before. We have all chosen or allowed our brains to tell ourselves a story that is not only not true, but creates unnecessary emotional pain for ourselves. Like when you run into a friend or an acquaintance somewhere and they quickly say hi and and continue on with whatever they're doing or wherever they are going. And we start to think, oh, they must be mad at us or she doesn't want to be my friend anymore, or he must be mad at that thing that I said last week. In reality, we have no idea why they acted the way they did, and it very likely has absolutely nothing to do with us. Maybe their dog died, or their grandmother is sick, or they aren't feeling well, or a million other things that they are thinking that causes them to show up the way they did. So I like to make up a story, like, oh man, they must really be having a hard day, or they must really be in a rush, or they're hurrying home to their kid, or whatever. So why is this important? Why does any of this matter? When we needlessly tell ourselves negative stories, it just doesn't serve us. In fact, it does the opposite. Those thoughts, those stories make us feel terrible. And when we feel terrible, it is so much harder to show up as our best selves, to show up in our lives or our classrooms or in our relationships the way that we would like to. So what can we do about it? First of all, we recognize that most of what we are interpreting as facts are just stories our interpretation of the world. And secondly, we need to just pause and question that story. Is this story that I'm telling even true? A lot of times, just by asking this question, we can begin to see that we've made up some things. We can begin to see that there is little truth in it. Another question is, is this story serving me? Is it making it easier or harder for me to show up the way I want to in life? If the story is not serving us, Be really careful not to get mad at yourself or to start judging yourself or start beating yourself up. That's not helpful. Just notice, just sit with it for a while. Notice what you're thinking and get really curious about why your unconscious brain might be offering you this story. Get really fascinated with the story. Then as you continue to question that story, you can ask if that story is one that you want to keep telling yourself. As you consider the stories that we tell, There are so many that affect our lives and our relationships, but I would suggest just three to start with that I would invite you to notice and question and examine. Number one, what is your story about yourself? Number two, what is your story about yourself as a teacher? And yes, they are different. Number three, what is your story about your life? So just notice and question. How does that story you're telling make you feel? How do you show up when you believe that story? I do want to caution you not to be in a hurry to change it right now, especially if you notice you have a story that you really don't like. And the reason why is when we try to make changes in a hurry, they almost never last. So slow it down, notice, and question. 
Additionally, it doesn't work to just swap out our current story for a more positive or more desirable one. We have to fully understand our current thinking before we can change it. But changing our thinking about ourselves and our situation is possible. We can change our stories that aren't serving us by overriding those negative stories with our prefrontal cortex and replacing them with a story that is more useful to us. So this is not always easy, learning how to think and believe new thought to tell more useful stories. In fact, it can be quite difficult when we've been thinking the opposite thought for a very long time. It is a process and it does take some work and some effort. This is something that we work on a lot in my coaching programs. We work on changing the story about ourselves and our situation to something that is more useful, more helpful. It helps us become a better version of ourselves. So I would invite you to recognize that you are telling stories, whether you know it or not. Think about how you can start to choose that story intentionally. We always want to be using our higher brain as the author of our life, not our lower brain. And if you have a thought or a story that you have been telling yourself that maybe isn't helpful and you think you might want some help to change that thought, I am currently offering free mini sessions where you can receive some individualized help. I will drop a link in the show notes, but be sure to check out brennanelsoncoaching.com slash free where you can sign up for your free first session. I will only be offering this for a limited time, so be sure to head on over there and grab your spot today. Thank you so much for being here. I hope you have an amazing week, and I will meet you here next Friday. See you then.